Hello and welcome back to the official Teachify English podcast. Oh, I'm so excited to record this episode. Are you? Of course I am, Lewis. Hello, everybody. It's Mickey, and I'm here to share my voice and my ideas, and hopefully teach you a little bit of English. Yeah, you can tell that I was getting a little bit lonely recording so many podcast episodes on my own that I thought I would see Mickey and we could do it together, and that way you can listen to more of an interaction and a dialogue. Fantastic. So, Mickey, what are we going to speak about in this episode of the podcast? Well, if I'm not mistaken, Lewis, we're going to be speaking about communication. Uh huh. Okay. And for example, a communication problem. What kind of communication problems could you have? Oh, I think you can have lots of communication problems.、Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be work-related. Uh, which it tends to be. I think communication problems at work are very common, but also with friends, with family,、um, communication problems happen across the board. Oh wow! Nice expression there. Across the board,、oh, everywhere. Love it. I do. I do. Another communication problem you could have is that maybe you will、uh, keep beating around the bush, and you will speak and speak and speak without getting straight to the point. So. This is actually one of the things that I learned when I was training to become a teacher. That a lot of the time, it's easier to just do an example of something and demonstrate something using very very few words, rather than saying, "Hello, guys. Today, what I would like you to do is first go with your partner, and with your partner, you can write down five examples, and with those five examples, you can act out this situation." No. What I learnt as a way of trying to be a better communicator is get straight to the point. Very good. Don't use many words、yeah. and make sure there is an example or a demonstration. Yeah, I think you lead by example. No, this is、uh, this is a fact. I think if if you're shown something, I think you're more likely to take it on board. Ah,、oh, today I am full of the expressions. Yeah, to, you're flying. You're on fire. To take something on board, okay, is to、uh, is to understand it and、uh, and receive the information clearly. I think it's also important. I remember、um, in class when I teach, is something I try to focus on is students speaking. Uh, very concise,、uh, using short sentences and not beating around the bush too much, because a lot of the time there's no need for it, and it's actually more efficient to just say the sentence, keep it short, keep it sweet, and move on.、Mm-hmm. Now that you've said this, do you think you are a good communicator? Ah,、oh, I am an amazing communicator. Now, I think it depends.、Uh, I think as a teacher, in terms of communicating and transmitting the message,、uh, I think I'm quite good. I think in work I can improve, and I think in my personal life I can definitely improve. Okay, why? What do you normally do wrong? Where do you make a mistake when trying to、uh, send a message to someone? I think、um, because I don't listen. I'm not. A, <laughs> I think to be a good communicator, you also need to be a good listener. I think they kind of go hand in hand.、Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, so you cannot have one of them without the other one. They go hand in hand. Yeah, I think sometimes it's one of my downfalls. Jesus, today is just it's, it's happening. You can't stop, can you? 
One of my downfalls is uh, maybe not looking at all of the information in front of me to then make a decision to communicate. Maybe I just see half of the information or I just see the information that I want to see. Mm -hmm. So this is something, uh, you know, the first step is being aware and then the second step is uh, improving, I guess. Okay, so now that you've mentioned this, would you say that it's more important to be able to listen or more important to be able to speak effectively and professionally? Oh, this is a difficult question. Hmm. Um, I would say, oh, I don't know, listening is very, very important. But at the same time, if you can't get your message out there, but even if your message, even if the communication of your message is possibly too long and you are beating around the bush, but if in that message you've listened to what other people have said, and you've taken the ideas on board, then possibly listening. I would, yeah, maybe, yeah, I'm going to go for listening. What do you think? I would say, without doubt, uh, listening is more important. Oh, really? No hesitation. There's me thinking. No hesitation <laughs> at all. And I say this because I'm a good listener, or at least I would say that I'm a good listener, and I have to be if I'm teaching and I want people to speak, 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 speak all the time. So I'm constantly listening mm. to what they are saying. Then if I want to uh, tell someone something, well, I can just do an example. I can demonstrate it because to be honest, I think I'm a good communicator in the sense of being a good listener, but I'm not always the best communicator when it comes to explaining something. Oh, really? That's interesting. I find, uh, but in, like, in, in a work sense, or...? When I'm teaching, I think I'm a lot better at it. Yeah, because I think you're very clear when you're teaching, because, you know, we observe each other's classes quite often, because we, all of, all of the teachers at Teachify, actually, we observe each other's classes to, to learn from each other, and I've seen Lewis's classes, and I think you're very efficient in class. Again... I think this is because I try not to uh, use too many words mm. and I try to get straight to the point and make sure that they see an example. And of course, this could apply to other atmospheres, other sectors, other fields at the same time. But if in my private life or maybe with my flatmates or my friends, I want to say something and I'll, uh, 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 wait, what was I saying? And I, I kind of forget it. Yeah. But is that a language barrier as well? Is it a language thing? Because don't forget you, I mean, you speak multiple languages. So is, this, is it in English it happens or does it also happen in Spanish, for example? I think maybe sometimes I just get a bit mixed up. I get a bit confused. Oh. And because I'm always listening to a podcast in English, a podcast in Spanish, a podcast in Italian, a podcast in Portuguese, they all kind of mix together and I don't know what language to use and then these languages use different structures so I've got a big mess in my head. Very good, well not very good but it's an interesting, uh, interesting idea actually, something I didn't know about you so something I'm learning as well, fantastic. Mm -hmm. And now you've learned this, what advice would you give me to improve my communication? Maybe not my listening but my speaking and giving instructions. Yeah, I think with communication, I think a good thing to do is to have kind of some stock phrases. So stock phrases are basically, um, you know, three or four sentences or short phrases that you can use to transition and, and explain your ideas. Um, so, for example, you could say if somebody or if you don't understand what somebody is saying, 
you could say, for example, I don't quite follow. Mm-hmm. So I don't quite follow would be a stock phrase that you can keep in the back of your mind. And when you're not able to follow, you can just use that. Okay. Um, yeah, there's an, I'm going to give you another one. Uh, you could say, this is a bit more formal. But you could say to somebody, for example, can you elaborate on that? Oh, that's lovely. It's amazing. Yeah, it's very formal. So this for a business environment especially would be fantastic. Um, for a colloquial, informal situation, you probably want to use something like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. This is fine. Okay, so can you elaborate on that? Formal, I don't get it. It's a bit more colloquial. And what if you are not a good listener? And you didn't quite hear something. What phrases could you use in that situation? Yeah, this is this is something I try to work on. Is like actively listening and not just passively listening. Um, so you could ask the other person quite simply uh, to repeat what they said. So you, the question would be, could you repeat that, please? Uh, you could also say, would you mind speaking more slowly if you're not able to understand it? But I think probably the best way, especially if you're learning a language, is to try to create a question from what the other person has said, including their information. It's a good tip. So, for example, if, you, if Lewis said to me, uh, if I knew Lewis from a while ago and I knew that he was from England, I would say, if I met him again, oh, Lewis, didn't you say you were from England? So I'm asking a question, I'm clarifying my thought, and I'm maintaining the conversation with Lewis. So this is a, is a, great, it's a great tip. Mm-hmm. Wise words from the mixer. <laughs> and um, another thing, if I want to check to make sure that I understand what someone has just said, I could say, all right, if I understand, if I understand you correctly, you just asked me if I was from England. Yeah, oh, perfect. Didn't you? Yeah. Oh, question tags. and Oh, my oh, God, yeah. Lewis. Yeah, that would be perfect uh, because you're repeating the question. You're also clarifying with your question tag. Uh, and I think it's also important to remember that you should never feel embarrassed or shy to ask somebody if you, you know, and tell them that you didn't understand and ask them to clarify, which I think when you're learning a language, sometimes you feel bad because you, you, sh- you feel like you should understand and you feel a bit annoying to have to ask somebody to repeat. But asking somebody to repeat is one thing, but using these stock phrases is a nice way to do it, and it's also good for your language building blocks. Okay, so um, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're saying that it isn't a problem, for example, if you are in a meeting with an American and you are from Sevilla and you don't understand what they said, you can just say, sorry. if I understand you correctly, you're saying that you want to clinch the deal? Oh, clinch the deal, Lewis. Oh, oh my God, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be perfect. And I think actually the other person uh, would, would 100% completely uh, appreciate that because there's nothing worse than pretending that you've understood the communication and then you leave and you do something that is not correct. So, uh-huh. yeah. Very good tip. Now, um, let's move on from this a little bit. And um, do you want to open up and tell us about a communication problem you might have had in the past? Whilst you're thinking about that, I'll uh, give you an example of one that I might have had in the past. And, well, this is actually one that I had in Spanish, that I went to the hairdressers 
and I was asking um, for my haircut and I was telling the barber, hey, um, I just want it a little bit short on top. And, <laughs> this is in Spain, um, yeah? Yeah, yeah, this is here a few years ago. So I was like, a little bit short on top and uh, shaved on the back and sides. So what did he do? I obviously didn't communicate the message very effectively. There was a communication problem and he ended up almost shaving my head. So I didn't have a fringe. Oh dear. I didn't have hardly any hair. And maybe in this case, it's also a good idea to give an example and maybe show the barber a photo of how you would like him to cut your hair. Yeah, I think that's a good idea, especially here, because I think everybody's had uh, a dodgy experience with the hairdressers. Dodgy, 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 a bit weird, a bit bad, not the best experience. Do you know what, Lewis? I can't actually think of an example off the top of my head, but I can think of one which did cause a lot of confusion, uh, and that was with Boris Johnson mm -hmm. recently, when he was announcing the new measures uh, for the coronavirus and the restrictions for the public. Yeah. I mean, I listened to his message uh, about going to work and not going to work and using transport. And if you can't use transport, you can do something else. And everybody misunderstood uh, this message. And, you know, this is coming from someone with uh, high authority. Mm -hmm. And even from the top ranks, there is miscommunication problems. Ay, ay, ay. How Boris, Boris, Boris. But let's not talk about him, please. <laughs> um, now, uh, I'd like to just give you an idea of something you could do to improve your communication. For example, if you have, let's say, an important meeting tomorrow and you need to practice. One idea would be to uh, look in the mirror and practice your speech. Or perhaps, um, as if you were taking a selfie, you could record a video and practice what you're going to say. Practice what you preach. Exactly. Practice what you preach. But another idea, which is a bit more modern and uh, a bit tech-friendly, is virtual reality. Using Ooh. virtual reality to practice um, your communication. What do you think about this idea, Mickey? I think it's an amazing idea. I think, uh, I think you have just come up with something uh, very interesting for people to do. Right? Yeah, very good. Mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah, so do I, so do I. So, anyway, what have we done today? Um, now that we are approaching 15 minutes, we have spoken about how we should communicate, some communication problems. We've mentioned some of these stock phrases. So what's missing? What's missing in this podcast? It's the dad, I mean, the Lewis joke. Yes, it is. <laughs> of course it is. So it's joke time. Are you ready? I'm ready. Well, I'm not ready, but I'm, I have no option. You were born ready. <laughs> so um, did you know that French fries weren't actually cooked in France? Let me repeat. Did you know that the first French fries weren't actually cooked in France. Oh, really, Lewis? So you're telling me that the first French fries were not actually cooked in France? So where were they cooked? They were cooked in Greece. Oh! Greece, you know, fat, Greece, oh, oil. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, do you like uh, that? Guys, thank you for listening. That's all I have to say. See you later. See ya. Bye-bye. <laughs>